welcome. This is a message from Victory Church. We trust you'll be inspired and encouraged by today's message. Thank you. Thank you, guys. How's everyone doing tonight? Awesome. What a, what a night. What a day. The weather's great. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Before I go any further, I, uh, I just want to say a massive, massive, massive thank you to Tony and Kath and to the eldership of this church, giving me the privilege to stand up here um, before you guys. It's, it's an honour. It really is. And so I'm thankful and I'm grateful that I've been given this opportunity. And so I really do want to thank um, Tony and Kath and, and the eldership team for this opportunity. It's great. And so on that, why don't you put your hands together for those guys. Thank you. Tonight, I've uh, entitled my message, You're Never Really Ready. You know, two and a half years ago, I, uh, I got the amazing privilege to marry the most beautiful woman on this planet, right down here, and um, we, uh, we went on our honeymoon and we uh, jet-setted over to Thailand and we uh, spent our honeymoon in Thailand, and uh, we, did, we got to do many things, and uh, out of those many things, there's one story that uh, sticks out to me, and um, uh, it's, we got the opportunity to go paragliding. Does anyone know what paragliding is? Anyone been paragliding? All right, I'll explain to you what it is. You, uh, you uh, get strapped to a, gl- a glider, and um, pretty much you're up behind a boat. And so the boat takes off from the land, and you go up behind the boat 100 metres in the air. It, it's, it's very high in the air. It, um, and so what happens is you get debriefed, on, on what you've got to do, how you've got to do it, um, how it all works. You get, get a harness, you get strapped in, and um, they give you all the information. And then that's it. You wait on the beach and you run as the boat takes off. As you're running and as the boat takes off, you're in the air. You're off, in the, in the air gliding. It's amazing. It's, it's, a, it's great fun. And um, the funniest part about it is that you're not the only one on the glider. There's a little Thai man who jumps on with you, not strapped on. He's just holding on to the, the poles so that he can tell you what to do while you're in the air and when it comes to landing. Like, like too bad if he falls. And so you, uh, uh, it, you, it's about five minutes in the air and uh, you, you, you go around, you do this big loop and, um, and then it comes time to landing. And so the boat comes around into uh, coming into the shore, and um, as that happens, you get swung around and you're over above the sand. And um, and the the man that is with you is supposed to tell you um, what to do and and how to land and and how to do it gracefully. And um, and so um, Candace went first. Um, Uh, it, was because, it was because she was going to back out. I'm convinced of that. She was going to back out. And, um, and, and so she came around to land. You, you, you come down lower and lower and lower as the boat slows down. 
and um, you're never really ready for the landing. <laughs> never really ready. Because as Candace came down, and as she came down to land from 100, 100 metres in the air, I don't know what, what it was, she smacked the sand. <laughs> Flat down on her leg, smacked the sand. You're supposed to come in and run until you slow down, and unfortunately, she just hit the sand, and my first thought was, we're in a foreign country, I don't know where the nearest hospital is, I don't know what the medical system is like over here, and um, she ended up with a, a, a yellow bruise on her leg, and, and um, it, was, it was scary, but it was very, very funny, <laughs> on my part. But you know what? There's, there's, there's so much information and knowledge that you can gain prior to doing something. But you need to learn on the way. You need to learn when you go into what it is you're about to go into. Because, see, Candace is a great listener. She's a great learner. And we can see that by the degree that she's got and the job that she um, is in. But there's only so much information that you can gather to prepare you for what you need to walk through, to, to, to prepare you for what you need to go into or to do or what God is calling you to do. There's only so much that can prepare you for that. The rest you've got to learn on the way. Some things can only be learned on the way. Really, we've, we've just got to allow the knowledge that we have got, we've got to allow the information that we've taken in to um, support what we're about to go into. Spiritually, there's nothing that can prepare us for what God is calling us to do. You know, we can read our Bibles and we can, we can gain the knowledge and we can meditate on that and we can, we can um, allow God to fill us with the wisdom that we need for that. But the Bible says that we must walk by faith. And so there's only a certain element of information and wisdom and knowledge that we gain because God wants us to walk in faith. And so it means that we've got to step out into what it is that God is calling us to step out into. And so we're never really ready. If we were able to prepare for the things that God has for us, we wouldn't require faith. So therefore, it wouldn't require us to gain our strength from God. It wouldn't require us to spend that time with God and that quality time that we need to fill us with the strength to do what God has called us to do. And so we've got to walk by faith. In Jeremiah 1, chapter 5, uh, Jeremiah 1, verse 5 to 10, and it should be up on the screen, it says this, Before I formed you in, your, in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them. For I am with you and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. See, God's not waiting for us to be ready. God's waiting for us to be obedient. He's waiting for us to say, yes, all right, Lord, I will do that. Yes, I'm going to submit myself and I'm going to be obedient to what you're asking me to do. Because we're not going to be ready for what God's calling us to do. 
And so we've got to step out and be obedient. The great thing about this is that you only realize that you are ready once you stepped out into what it is that God's called you to do. It's only once until you step out and you look back and you go, man, how did I do that? It's because you've stepped out in obedience and God has been able to work through you. He's been able to use you and, and, and fulfill the purpose that he has um, purposed you for. And so it's not until you step out that we realize that we, that we, have, uh, that we can do it. God will purposely ask you to do things you're not ready for so that we're operating his strength, not ours. God will purposely ask you to do something that you're not ready for, that you don't feel you have the strength to do because he wants you to rely on him. He wants you to to, uh, come to him and fix your eyes on him and gain your strength and the the power that you need to, to fulfill the purpose that God has called you to fulfill. Because then he gets the glory. He gets the praise. He gets the honor. And, and it's not about us, but it's about him. He tests our faith. And so it's a test of our faith. When God asks us to do something, are we going to do it? Are we going to step out in confidence and boldness and do it you know, no matter what? You know, it's ironic that the title of my message is you're never really ready. Because I'm up here standing in front of you, and I've prepared, I've gathered the information, but it's a reliance on God. It's gaining strength from God, and it's just being obedient to what God is asking you to do, and gaining the the strength and the power that we need to do that very thing. And so tonight I want to look at three points from three characters in the Bible. Real people with real issues and real fears insecurities, inabilities. Who's ever been insecure here? Who's ever felt um, unable to do something? Who's ever felt um, like it's just too hard, I can't do it, and so therefore I'm not going to do it? None of them felt ready. The truth is you're never ready, but you're ready enough. You're ready enough to do what God is calling you to do. It's not about, oh, I I just need to get to here and then I'll be ready for, for God to use me. I just need to get here and I'll be ready for God to use me. You're ready enough. You're already ready enough for what God is calling you to do. See, God prepares us on the journey as much as before the journey. He prepares us while we're on the journey as much as he's preparing us before he's calling us to what he's calling us to do. You're never really ready, so, and this is my first point, stop running away, because it only gets worse. When we run from God, it only gets worse, because he's going to be there knocking at your heart, waiting and knocking and waiting until you're obedient to what he's asking you to do. The first character that I want to um, glean from is Moses. In Exodus 4, 10 to 15, it says this. Moses said to the Lord, Pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, Who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? 
Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and I will teach you what to say. But Moses said, pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses and he said, what about your brother, Aaron, the Levite? I know he can speak well. He is, he is already on his way to meet you and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth and I will help the both of you speak and will teach you what to say. And so we've got to stop making excuses. In, in the excuses that we make, I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm not married. I am married. I don't have kids. Or maybe I want kids. Don't allow the excuses to rob you of fulfilling the purpose God has for you. We've got to be obedient, like I said. Obedience looks like not looking at what you can't do, but looking at what God can do in you. So we've got to be obedient. When you get the feeling deep within you, that you've got to do something, then do it. Obedience is just doing it. You know, Nike had it set. Nike had it done. Their slogan is just do it. And so we just got to do it. If I go back to my first point, which I skipped... So I'm going to go back to that point. That was point number two. Stop making excuses. I'm not making any excuses. Point number one is stop running away. So I'll get back to that. Now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of a fish three days and three nights. See, God asked Jonah to do something. Jonah was scared. He was fearful. He had insecurities. And he ran. He ran from what God was asking him to do. What is your whale circumstance right now? What is the whale in your life? What are you running from? What is God asking you to do? It's a question we've got to ask ourselves. What are we running from? What is God asking us to do right now? Because God will always have his way. How long that takes is up to you and I. Because God has called you. God has purposed you. And how long that takes is completely up to us. Because God's plan is perfect. And even though we stray from his plan for our life, we need to, need to make the choice to get back to that place of submission. We're all one choice away from doing what God has called us to do or straying from what he's called us to do. We're one choice away from doing that. And even though it's not easy, 
God can easily fulfill his plan and purpose without you, but he wants to do it with you. He wants to fulfill his plan and purpose with you and with me. And so we're never really ready. You're never really ready for what God is calling you to do. And my third point is stop procrastinating and start today. We just got to do it. Stop procrastinating. See, for the majority of my life, I was a, a procrastinator. All the way through my schooling, I procrastinated. Maybe, just maybe, if I had not been a procrastinator, if I had not procrastinated over doing my schoolwork and, and getting assignments done, then maybe I might have finished school. But you've just got to do it. I want to look at Esther. In Esther 4... Verse 14, it says, For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish, and who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. We are born for such a time as this. We are born for now. We are born for today. We're not born for the future or for the past, but we are born for right now, for what God is calling us to do right now. For such a time as this. Because God will find someone else and we will miss out if we don't make the choice to be obedient, if we don't step out in faith, if we don't choose to do what God is calling us to do, he will find someone else. God has a big plan for each and every one of us. Jesus said himself, you will do greater things than I. But it's about the difference we make right now. It's about the small things, the mundane things that we do right now that counts. Your time is now. Your time is now. It's not in the future. Don't wait until you've left school. Don't wait until you're married. Don't wait until you've had kids. But it's your time right now, today. It's, a, it's stepping out in obedience, stepping out in faith, knowing that God is going to fulfill the purpose that he has created you for if we're just obedient. And in concluding, I just want to say this. It's time to stop running away and stop making excuses because God will always find you. God will always find a way to bring you back to the purpose that he's put you on this earth for. He will always have his way. But if nothing else, let's do it for others. Let's do it for those who are out there in the community, those who are out there in our schools, those who are out there in our universities, those who are out there in our workplaces. If anything, let's do it for those. Those that are hurting, those that are lost, those that need Jesus in their life. If anything, let's step out in obedience for the ones that need Jesus, for the ones that are hurting, for the ones that are lost. Don't get overwhelmed by what God's asking you to do. Simply trust that your future is in God's hands.
We've got to trust God. We've got to trust that He has created us for a purpose and He knows, He's seen what we're going to do. Running from God isn't going to stop Him from having His way in our lives. And you're alive for such a time as this and in your obedience to what God is asking of you, you will witness God do some amazing things in your life. You will see God do some amazing and great and phenomenal things in your life. And you know what? Maybe you don't believe in Jesus tonight. Maybe you're not a Christian in this place. And maybe you're thinking, I just I need to do this before, before I can believe in Jesus. I need to get my life right. I need to get this circumstance fixed. I need to, I need to do this before I can give my life over to Christ. Jesus will meet you where you're at. Because you'll never be ready. You'll never be ready for what Jesus is going to do in your life and for the plan and the purpose that God has for you and I. And so step out in faith. Step out in obedience. Because you'll never be ready. Thank you. This is the end of the message. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And God bless.